Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Girl, we've been talking for the last 28 minutes and record not now one thing. Look at that. We just flow right on in the conversation. It's okay, though. It's okay. That means that first part was just for y'all. It's okay. We'll be all right. The first thing we need to understand is that consistency is a fluid journey and not a fixed destination. Consistency is a fluid journey and not a fixed destination destination now i would like for someone to unmute and tell me what does that mean to you when you hear that what resonates with you the floor is open let's do this y'all know i do q a and it's q a with y'all so come on all right i'll go first go on you know what hi sweetheart what's amazing to me about that is i had a really I'm standing still for a minute to really process that. And it's really, it's really, really true. Um, what, what, I, what I get from it is, I think all of us, most of us, 
feel like there's a finish line. You know, and what we're doing is running this crazy race of life, which is racing, we race, we, we just trying to get to the finish line. I ran a marathon and I'm not a ran, marathon runner. Let me be real clear. I got duped into it and then almost panicked because I figured I was going to pass out. But I didn't. What I did do is do what I could do. I didn't run the whole thing because I'm not a runner. But in the grand scheme of things, I made it to the finish line. I actually got a medal. I made it to the finish line. It took some hours to get there, but I made it 26.2 miles. But I say that for this reason. I was consistent. I ran when I could. I walked when I could. Maybe took a second or two break. I made sure I hydrated. It was a process. And so I think life and this consistency is a process. There may not always be. I still don't think there's a finish line. You may succeed, but you're still not finished if you got air in your body, if you are still breathing. You're not finished until God say you finished, right? So what, that's it, what that did for me is you keep going. The line actually sometimes will move, and it will move as you grow. If I grow and I'm starting to get things, they say, oh, you need a little more uh, uh, challenge. That line may move, and I may have longer to go. So to me, consistency is a life process where we consistently breathe to stay alive right we have things we have to do you have to you know go to the restroom you have there's all kinds of things our bodies make us do consistently in order to be humans and live so that made a lot of sense for me and it was very powerful for me that consistency is breathing doing taking action and being consistent about all the things you think you need to do to get that. I love that work acronym. That that was game changing. I will never forget that. Yes. And I thank you for that. But anyway, that, that's kind of what I got from there was power in that. It, 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 it empowered me and it motivated me. Consistency is keep it moving. Keep it moving. And remember that line may not still be there. It may have moved because you are moving. Mm. I love it. Thank you, Miss Adonia. I love it. I love it. I love it. Go ahead, Mr. Phil. Well, what I get from that, I get, I'm making this up as I go along, and so are you, so admit it. <laughs> Hi, my name is Deanna, and I'm making this up as I go along. <laughs> I love that. I love it. Thank you, Miss Adonia. My Thank name you. is Adonia, and I'm joining his club because that is so doggone true. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Mr. Phil. You have two members now. <laughs> you have a third. You have a make, third. You have a third member as well. I make I, that four. I, I'm I'm on board with that. Making it up as you go. You know, I really, you know, I you know, it's surely no accident for me to be part of this conversation. Um, to hear what you just said there, I just came from out of that, you know, being an author and wrote my book in nine months and winning my law, winning the biggest lawsuit that I could win uh, in nine months. And it all was based on what you just said, consistency, okay, fluent and keeping at it. And no one would have believed that I would have been able to accomplish it, but I did. And so, um, yes, that is right on time. All right. Thank you, Mr. Michonne. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. 
So, Mr. Phil, when are our meetings going to be for, you know, we're making it up. <laughs> you know, you, you that's the yeah, whole That's part of the whole theme now with what we're doing. Okay. I love it. Yeah. Y'all just got the whole left side of the world, not just America. I think this world. should be a course. We all should be mandatory. It should be a mandatory course from baby land all the way up to adulthood that we go through this course. Uh, again, I love, I, I love what Michonne said. I love it. it. It's the struggle, but the struggle is real. We all, that should be a mandatory for every human being on this earth. There you oh, we're creating it now got all the information it's just massaging it into that place well we've moved from if it ain't broke don't fix it to if it's working it's probably obsolete mm. things are changing so rapidly you can't even influence change you can't even witness change it's coming so fast and furious I'm a I'm a jump on in here because you all have become my I can honestly I'm gonna claim it you all become my new family of uh, working with and moving forward. Awesome. So I I, I it's surely no coincidence. I was just talking to my father, so I'm just you know just like I gave you the acronym work. You know I'm a military guy, so these acronyms come to me because the military teaches us to use acronyms to help us to accomplish and achieve things. So that's why that acronym work came to me. But I want to drop this on you all. And I think you all, of all the people I've now have communicated, will probably receive this. 20 years ago, God gave me the, they told me to convert the nine fruits of the spirit. Convert the nine fruits of the spirit. So what happened is that it says love is the greatest of these. Now, if love is the greatest of these, that means greatest love is the most most achievable thing that we're supposed to get from all the other prior fruits of the spirit. So for me, I actually, 20 years ago, I converted the nine fruits of the spirit. And what is the first thing that comes up when you convert it? Self-control. <laughs> and believe that right there. Just think about it. You work on self-control and work all the way back to love. And then you actually fulfill what the scripture says. Love is the greatest of these. Okay. The ability to exercise restraint and discipline over one's actions, thoughts, self -control. and emotions. Self-control. Oh, and Love Plus Work by Marcus Buckingham, that just the first chapter alone, we'll be listening. Oh, Mr. Michonne, every Monday at it's a 530 grace 530 at 530 mm -hmm. central we have a class with the humor consultants where we we it's called let's study a book and I'll make sure grace gets you that information and right now we're, we're leading love we're reading love plus work by Marcus Buckingham amazing book I think you'll really enjoy the first chapter slapped me a few times and then it, I got punched in the gut a couple of times, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's a really good book. And he talks about love and he talks about work and he talks about, he, he talks about the things that the unseen strings that are being pulled to control us as a people. Amen. 
and as as the human race and it it just the first chapter alone he it, it made me not want to adult anymore it really did it made me not want to adult anymore because the stuff he was saying it was like yeah this is what you're taught this is what we go through I, let me see if I, I, do i still have my notes hello <laughs> while you're looking diana um, <laughs> right here <laughs> oh you got it yeah, I, I wanted to let them know that you, you don't have to get the book. We um, put it up on audio and we, we listen together to a section at a time and then we stop it and talk about it. Okay, great. So that's the procedure um, and okay. everyone's welcome. Okay, great. I want to be a part of that. Yes, Grace, please get that to me so I can make sure. And so that's, you say that's five o'clock central time, right? Yes, sir. 5.30 to 6.30 Central Standard Time. So that'll be, I think that'll be 6.30 my time. Yeah, Eastern. you're Eastern. We're Eastern time. Where do you live? In Louisville, Kentucky. Oh, okay. I was born in Ashland. Ashland, okay. All right. I'm I not, went to Moorhead State, too. Well, you know, I always like to qualify this. You know, I'm not from Louisville, Kentucky. I'm originally from Miami, Florida. So my wife said, no, you are from Louisville. Like, now, let me qualify. I'm from Miami, Florida, and I live in Louisville. Well, you're, we've switched. We live in Florida now <laughs> <laughs> for the past nine years. Okay, then. But it, well, it, it's nice to have you a part of this. Yes. Thank you. I'm feeling honored to be a part. I mean, I'm really, I mean, you, you listen, you've all that I've gone through and I'm, you know, I don't want to, all I've gone through and I, and I'm, and, 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 and uh, Melissa knows all that I've gone through. Uh, yeah. And I'm just want to say, this is no accident. This is no coincidence. I paid the way to get to where I'm at, but obviously God said that now I'm ready to be here. Do that make sense? I paved the way, I put the work into it, I've showed the wisdom, I've showed the opportunity, I've showed the respect, I've showed the responsibility, I've showed the knowledge, and now, this is how God works. Now God opened it up and said, okay, you're, you've been prepared to be here. There's no way 10 years ago, 15 years ago, I would have been able to be here at this table. Would you mind sharing with us your military experience? I was going to oh. ask them. You want to know my military experience? Yeah. yeah we have uh, a few veterans in the next. Unless, unless you choose not to. It's your free will. Oh, no. Oh, bro. That is the, my <laughs> military experience. It's my, it's my pride and joy. Uh, my mother put me in the military in 1978. I didn't even fall. I didn't even, um, I didn't even graduate high school. I was put into the military by my mother to escape being suicidal and uh, caught a lot of crazy stuff. And uh, I enlisted as a cook. And then I then I changed my MOS as a surgical technologist, and a surgical technologist is where I got the epiphany. How many of you know surgical technologists? How many of you know who a surgical technologist? And that's one of the mysteries that I've learned. Many, not many people know what a surgical technology is. But I got trained in the military, and then I rose up to become an E seven in the military. That's why I wear my military hat, E seven. Um, so I did twenty one years in the military. And I have 40 plus years uh, uh, as a surgical technologist that I was trained in the U.S. Army. 
Mm, what wow. is a surgical technologist? Yeah, that's gonna be my question too, Mr. Phil. <laughs> <laughs> I have no problem. A a surgical technologist is like an engineer in the operating room. The, we prepare the surgical environment for the doctors to do surgery. You know, my specialty is neuro. Okay, so as a surgical technologist, or you can cardiologist, we do we assist the doctors in surgery. Uh, and uh, they cannot do their job without us. We the ones that actually prepare the instruments, get everything prepared within the sterile field. There's two fields. There's the unsterile and the sterile. I am one of the, I'm the sterile partner inside the surgical field as a surgical technologist. And uh, I assist the doctor in surgery. I mean, it sounds, wow. I mean. I mean, not to make it make not to make it simple, but uh, it's a big deal. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> to work in the deal. operating room, especially if I'm on the table, it's a big deal, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. And and I I you know it's uh, this is where Melissa said I maybe have another book. I never until Melissa told I may have. I definitely seem like I have another book. What I've learned is that. I believe everybody needs to know what goes in the operating room because what we learned in the operating room, no, nothing matters, nothing matters, nothing matters than with that patient on the table. Your personal problems with your family problems, nothing. You cannot bring that in. You will be called out if you put any of your personal problem, anything you're going. If you can't get that check before you come in an operating room, you will get in trouble in our operating room. So it's a whole new, it's a whole new spin on being present. Yes, you caught it right there. You're present for the day of that mission. You're no other mission matters. No other mission matters but that patient on the table. And if you let a germ get in there, it can ruin the whole bit. It can, hey, brother. It's in my book where I talk about dirt. You know, the Buddha says, you know, what's the greatest lesson you can learn is remove the dirt. If you don't remove the dirt, you contaminate everything. If you don't recognize the dirt is there, you will contaminate everything. And everything is contaminated. It can go years and years and years. It's like, what happened? And you go back to the very beginnings, and guess what you discovered? It was contaminated. It was dirt. Wow. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Our son is about to retire, and he's uh, in charge of the second-only four-star female general in Miami in charge of SouthCon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's he's amazing. He's an MP. Did two tours of Iraq. Was a drill sergeant for two years. Um, I will. I want to just put this in. One of the things that I learned coming back into the civilian sector, there is something in the civilian sector that the military deals with better than I've done. I'm gonna see if y'all agree with this. Um, I am. I did not go to academia school, so I have no academia education at all. All my education has come through uh, the military. So I went through all the best military schooling and everything. And what I've learned is that in the military, we have what we have, the commission and the non-commission. Those are two separate uh, leadership. In the civilian sector, you only have the one academia. Did y'all realize 
academia. And so what happens in the academia community, they think that they know everything. They think they the smartest <laughs> thing in the darn room and everything. And so in the military, if you ever talk to in the military, all these academia people who are commissioned knows that they can't get nothing done unless the non-commissioned officer approves it. And so that's what I have been battling with since I've come back into the civilian sector is I've been battling with the academia community because many of those individuals think that they got all the answers. But the problem is they don't have the trust, respect, and confidence from the bottom up. We deal with the bottom up people. Academia only seem to top down. I love my bottom up. So I'm a bottom up leader. Our son is the highest ranking non-commissioned officer. Command Sergeant Major? <laughs> those are my best friends. My Oh, my love. I will love your son because Command Sergeant Majors are my best friends. I'm an E7, but I would not be where I'm at today if I had not had Command Sergeant Majors who saw something in me and took me under their wing. And I said, so if he's a Command Sergeant, I have the most respect but him being a command, to be a command sergeant major in the military is huge. Huge. But you ain't chopped living either, because you a senior non-commissioned officer, not just a non-commissioned officer. Say like, oh, so you know something about that. Huh? Yeah, you're right. Good catch on your part. I'm retired. Right. I'm retired. I mean, so I'm first class retired. Oh, okay. So you understand what I'm talking we, right. We are senior non-commissioned. It was the difference between just being a non-commissioned officer. Very good catch. I don't usually like to get into it because a lot of people don't understand it, but I'm glad you brought that up. There is a difference because we're promoted by the president of the United States. OK, uh, we cannot lose our rank unless a congressional investigation. Come on. Look at it. Like I just <laughs> you. No one can bust us down to nothing until uh, it take a congressional investigation to take our rank from us. Ain't that powerful? <laughs> I had to remind a few folks on that to do that. Like, well, what you gonna do? You, you ain't the president. Hello? Okay. I ain't scared of you. <laughs> do you, boo. <laughs> do you, that's right, do you. Oh man, I love this, man. I love, very few civilian people I have these conversations. The reason why I wear my hat is because I wear it in, because you know what they say, Thank you for the service. So I try to remind, I, I, you may have a doctor's degree and everything, but if me and you walk through the door together, I can assure you someone's going to say, thank you for your service, Michelle. <laughs> Before they say doctor so-and-so. I've actually had to check some doctors. Oh, my Lord. I, said, I had to check them. I said, look at him, buddy. I said, let me explain something to you, all right? Uh, I'm promoted by the president of the United States, okay? So you can have all your doctor degrees and everything you want, okay? But the president has trusted me because I know leadership. What do you know? Hmm. <laughs> Look at you. You know what I'm talking about. I love it. I absolutely love it. One of the major things about what we do, Mr. Michorn, is we respect and love our veterans. Uncle Romy Rome has been with us. Well, please, that's what we affectionately call him. But Jerome has been with us for Jerome, uh, the Sorrentinos, Law, Miss Adonia. They have been with us for almost 10 years now. It's been about 
it's been about seven and a half years now. Wow. And Antonio himself is a veteran. Wow. Okay, great. So we carry a high level of respect for our veterans. Oh, man, this is feels so bad. Y'all going to make me cry. Oh, my God. Uh, I, now, I mean, now, look, Misha, we do tears, okay? So hey, y'all going to make me. I just kind of like, I've been looking for you all. I've been looking for you all. I've been looking for you all. Because it's a, it's a lonely road out here. When you believe God has called you to do something, but you seem like you're the only one seen to understand, <laughs> you know, you're the only one seen to be in and you have to stay the course when you don't have a whole lot of people around you, you know, there, my wife, we've gone on 27 years of being married and everything. And, uh, 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 my, my wife is my, she's my queen. She's, I wrote about it in my book. If I had not found her, I would not be who I am today. Just keep it 100. I, I owe, I owe God. And my wife, my life, you know, I can I could say that with a tremendous amount. Wouldn't say that I owe God and my wife, my life. OK, to mm -hmm. what I accomplished and I have achieved and everything. So, it is uh, you know, it is beautiful to be among other people that I can speak freely about how God is in my life. And unapologetic, you know, sometimes people make trying to try to make it seem like, you know, you got to walk around on potato chips when you, especially in the society we live in today, you know, to talk about God. And I, and I, and again, I want to qualify. I ain't talking about religion. I'm talking about spiritual understanding who God is. And God is in through action and belief. And it's, it's hard not find not being around people like that on a daily basis so i needed you or you just don't need know how much i needed you all i want to thank melissa i got i'm a old i'm going to speak to melissa you know how i found her i mean i invested hard to find her and i just want to thank melissa for trusting me to to connect me to this you are my new family man i'm in i'm in like flynn Welcome. You know, we 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 adopt. We we have no discrimination. We adopt quickly. So welcome that, to the family. Sounds like sounds like we could be beating Mr. B. Short and Wanda Khan. That's just me. Okay. That's just me. Ah, it's yeah. a family yes, of man. It, it, yes, it, it, it's, it's always, a family of man. It already is our Melissa's already gave the invitation to me. And I did. I was like looking and everything. And I said, I told her I need to qualify because I got a lot going on. I'm there. I got everything coming at me. But it, it, you know what, Grace? Uh, yeah, it looks like I'm gonna be go ahead and get my go ahead and purchase it and go on and be there. It looks like I'm gonna be there. And bring your wife. We we look. We are, we are family. The only way we can have the conversations that we have on these morning calls and on any of the calls is if we understand and love each other on a level that no matter what we say, we understand. For you, one of the things that we practice is everything. Well, a few of the things. Everything is perfect, and if everything is perfect, everything is right. Your right with you may not be right for me, but it's your right. Amen. Come so on here and you speak. We don't judge because we understand. Okay, let me let me let me receive what he said. Let me. Analyze it through my head. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna take that. I'm gonna take that. Well, that one's I'm not so sure. So I'm leaving. Right. But I'm gonna take that. like we do that here. 
And it's because Antonio has created such an such a community of like-minded individuals where like you said it, some places you just can't talk about stuff we here we talk about god we talk about allah we talk about buddha yeah. <laughs> we talk about <laughs> because all of it is relevant you know what i one of the biggest things i learned i'm so glad to hear you say i i i you know i wasn't raised in religion so one of the biggest things religion was the biggest thing trying to keep everybody separate and divided and keeping everybody at odds and when i broke away from that I realize all of those are relevant. Every single one of them are relevant, relevant. But if you're not open to hearing how the spirit works in all of those, notice what I said. I didn't say the religion, how the spirit works in all of those, then you will not get the fruits that you need to receive from all of them. Some of my best friends are Catholics, okay, Catholic folks. And I, I when I first started, Christianity, when, when we were uh, Protestants, Christianity told me to stay away from Catholics. Don't you mess with those Catholics. Those Catholics, what are you doing? And everything. And some of my best friends have come through the spiritual uh, relationship that I have had with Catholics and some of my Jewish friends as well. So I, I, I don't practice separation. I believe all of it is in, in connected together. It's through the spirit. Oh, then yeah. Well, cool. We missed you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. and mr michorn yes it is the salesperson in me but i did want to tell you <laughs> uh antonio said uh for a limited time if there are, I, i'm assuming you've gone on to the website and looked at everything but if you decide that you, you want to bring your wife if you buy uh if you purchase a diamond ticket it's bogo right now so if you buy one you get one so it, it will cover you and your wife so i just want to tell you that Okay. Oh, if you get the diamond, you yeah. get the diamond, you get you and your wife. You and your wife. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. <clears throat> There's something. But you got to call Grace. Yeah, you got to call Grace. Please. Because <laughs> if, <laughs> if you if you if you go through that website, it's gonna be it's gonna be double. Yeah. Oh, need to call. Oh, you didn't call me. Okay, I was about to go to the website. Oh, hey, got nice you covered. Bro. I got you covered, brother. Oh, homeboy, thanks. Hey, <laughs> see what see that military get? He see what he just did for me. Hey, he, he qualified. Hey, 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 thanks for looking out for me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> there is something that I want to address that Mishorn said. And I'm a I'm a I'm gonna put it how I received it. I'm gonna yes, I'm gonna repeat how I, get the dirt out of your life so you don't contaminate your dreams. That's how I received it. Yes ma'am. It's in my book. Watch it. When I Me tell too, you I got that just like you did. I like dang that's why you're my big sister. That's I need to get those cobwebs and start swiping and sweeping, you know <laughs> <laughs> because think about it. The dirt of our lives tap into us being consistent or inconsistent. The dirt being the low self-esteem, the low self-image, the childhood trauma, the whatever recent traumas you're going through, the um, the living your life by somebody else's standards. Amen. Being a victim. Being a victim. Victimization, yes. Being a victim. All that's dirt. All that's dirt. And it's contaminating your dreams. Say it again. It's need to say that again. All of it is dirt. Dirt. Just dirt. 
that we allow to stay in there and then we post stuff on top of it and want to know why we get the problem. You, 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 it's because you left the dirt in there. Mm. Y'all remember when Antonio did that analogy where he had the two bottles? One bottle was filled with dirt water, another bottle was clean water, and he poured it in and he told us, see, you got to pour in 10 times as much of the clean water to clean out the dirty water. That is our life. That's what alignment looks like. Alignment is you consistently pouring in the clean water to clear out the dirty water. Amen. So see clearly in focus. Yep. I had to I had to be 10 times more happy and more consistent thinking about why are you angry? <laughs> to give it his anger. Okay. Now but, don't, don't, but the dirt, the dirt has a function. The dirt has a purpose. It's uh, like I was a friend of mine, we were walking along the beach. He said, Phil, wouldn't it be nice if life was like a walk on the beach. I said, well, let's think about this. What grows in a beach? And we thought for a while, he said, not much. But what grows in dirt and fertilizer? A lot. So it's the crap in your life that makes you grow. Mm. Which is why I love being here, even though, you know, I got to hide and all that good stuff. It's all right. Because one of the main things that I have gotten is you can plant better. You can dominate. That is why it's so, oh, it's it's like so good. Okay, I'm out. <laughs> Love y'all. <laughs> Love you too, Miss Sandra. So me sure Miss Sandra is one of our, um, okay, I, me personally, have assigned people certain labels based on the energy I get from them. So Phil and Susan are the parents. Okay. Jerome is uncle. Miss Sandra that's that's grandma and we love miss sandra miss sandra is one of she's one of our members who she works and where she works she technically ain't supposed to be on the phone listening to us <laughs> so we, <laughs> so when you heard her say even though i gotta hide behind you know you know gotta hide and everything i'm out right <laughs> got you that's her high, That's her saying, hey, I'm hiding behind these boxes, but I'm listening to y'all. I couldn't hold it. I had to say something. We have <laughs> school teachers. We have, ed, uh, we have school teachers. We have HR professionals, like wow. C-level HR uh, professionals. We have entrepreneurs. We have caregivers. We have profits. We have, wow. I mean, I can't begin to explain this family and the reason we are so powerful is because we talk out what we're going through yeah amen and we work with each other like every monday right after the let's study a book mr phil and miss susan i call it the original humor consultant show but miss but what we deemed it is our wins and challenges uh, our wins and challenges for the week. So we come, we come at 7 p.m. Excuse me, 8 p.m. Eastern. We sit with Mr. Phil and Miss Susan and we give our wins and our challenges and we celebrate each other's wins. We talk about our challenges. Mr. Phil and Miss Susan, they say, hey, well, you know, have you tried this? Have you done that? And then we together as a collective listening to the challenges, we give each other ideas. Amen. But the only way we can be able to do that is if we clear the dirt, if we 
prioritize our emotions, if we understand that while I would not have probably done that, that was right for you. And because that was right for you, look, okay. So since that was right for you, let me help you more in your rightness. So when you do this, go that way. <laughs> uh, very good. I really appreciate what you said there because the the battle among the battle is not meant for us to battle alone, okay? You can have your wife, you can be married, but it's also you need to have those like-minded uh, individuals who's going through certain things that you're going through that you can bounce things off of. And that is a beautiful thing. So um, I want to make sure, Grace, please, you know, you can see like y'all are meeting quite a, quite a number of times. I want to make sure, put me Make sure I get a schedule, okay, so I get it because, you know, I, I got to, I mean, with all the other things I got going on, I'm going to make this, you know, I don't know how many times I'm going to come, but my goal is, is to come to these as much often because I see the value of this. But I want to know all the schedule, Grace, you know, put me on that so I can know when all y'all meeting so I can plug in. And we will love to have you. We will absolutely love to have you. And I, we, you know, I know you like calling me Mr. Mishon, or how do you say? But so are you just, just you know, Uncle Mishon or Mishon? You don't have to call me Mish, Mr. Mishon. <laughs> well, that's that Uncle Me. Day. Once you get to that, and I'm not requesting you to call me, but those who get to know me and everything, I tell people all the time, I am not trying to be your uncle, but I do believe there's value and understanding the importance that everybody need an uncle me showing in our society today. Someone that can hold you accountable. You may, and if you become my friend, that's the problem with a lot of people. If you become my friend, if you're in my circle, uh, don't ask me something and want me to lie to you because I'm not that guy. <laughs> I'm not that guy. I'm, I'm just he not is that guy. He is, is he is officially in the uncle category, okay? Because Uncle Jerome, okay, he goes the same thing. Okay, so do I qualify? Do I qualify? And because so, so does John if, Calloway, okay? Uncle me, Sean, if don't ask me, don't 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 even engage me if you want me to lie to you, because I'm not that guy, okay? I love it, and that's one of the thing. That's one of the thing about this group. We don't lie to each other. And right. let me tell you something. Uncle Romy Ron. Uh, Law. Miss Janice, but she do it so nicely. They will tell you the truth. <laughs> Law will too. Law will too. He just he just turned on his camera. He he won't sugarcoat nothing either. Tracy won't sugarcoat nothing. I'm surprised Trinace ain't on here. She <laughs> she is the she is the unsugarcoating of the most unsugarcoat. She just gonna take straight up look. I ain't doing that. Uh, Prophet Jerry. <laughs> oh Lord, you got <laughs> all type of truth tellers on here, boy. So Prophet Jerry will deliver a message. And then just leave you with your message. He'll break it down. <laughs> he just say, "Just drop it and go." <laughs> I didn't do it. See? I didn't do it. There you go. There you go. He did it. He did it. I saw him do it. <laughs> and that's his beautiful wife, Miss Queen Renee. We we here we understand the dynamics of community. Yes. And we understand that who you have on your team who you have 
in the bus with you when you own the tour determines right. how far you get on the tour and <laughs> law say yes sugar is only in my take <laughs> honesty is imperative i love you law i love you so much <laughs> but one of the, and one of the things in life is you gotta have a community yes consistency comes into play when you have people that say all right look grace what we doing what's your goals what's your dreams how far you want to go? That's what you want to do? Okay, let's do it. What we need to do today? Send me whatever list you got. I'm going to help you out. I'm going to send some emails. We're going to get some stuff scheduled. Uh, Grace, do you need a break? You, you need to extrovert? Come on, let's go right out. Because sometimes you just need the energy of other people to Amen. get the energy boots. And that, in, and when you understand and know who you are, then you'll be able to say, okay, today is a day I can't be by myself. Amen. Because I'm not going to get nothing done. Because right now, my emotional prioritization is not high on my list and I'm feeling some kind of way. So, uh, Grace, fool, you want to go to Starbucks today? Listen, I okay, get out of my head because I was gonna ask you. See the Starbucks are shipless. I'm telling you, hey, can you get out? Can you get out crazy, today? Crazy thing was, I was gonna ask you if you wanted to go to Starbucks after the call. Yes. <laughs> Had that in my head before the call. So I gotta ask me that. Me yeah. too. Look, me too. I've been this been in my head since yesterday. I'm like, you know what? Let me just ask. <laughs> but that's one of the things with consistency because when you have a community and you tell the community your goals and it's a community of like-minded individuals, they yeah. go you hey remember when you said amen hey did you how was that going i can't remember if it was uncle romy rome or someone else but i was talking to someone they was like yeah remember when you said you was gonna do this i haven't seen it yet so what you doing it was mm. probably because he 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 mm, he'll call he called me out quick that sound just like him what you wait now that, that's him okay he said, I know what I'm doing. What you doing? <laughs> when you get on the phone and be like, hey, you know, yeah, this is, I understand because God told me, but where is it? Where Where is the fruit of your labor? Amen. Amen. And then I was a com community. Hmm. Communities help you stay focused if it's the right people. Right. I know I can tell you know who to go to. If I know that I am self-sabotaging, I am not going to tell Uncle Romy Rome or Antonio or Miss Adonia or Law <coughs> what I'm trying to do. Because I know if I tell those four people and Grace, because Grace Grace will text me every day, uh, D, did you? I'll be like, damn it, Grace. Excuse my language. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, Grace, I was not. Get out my head, Grace. I'm not trying to do that today. Today, I'm sabotaging, okay? But I know if I, because these people know my innermost dream. And they have seen me grow, and the, and Mr. Phil and Miss Susan, they have seen me grow from back of the room girl to 
where I'm at now, talking to y'all. They have seen this process. And they and I have talked enough about my future goals that they know what those are too. I, you know what? I miss somebody. Melissa. Melissa stays on my tail. Let me tell you something. And I know that if I am self-sabotaging, I know these are the people I will never call. And it just so happened that when I'm self-sabotaging, these people randomly send text messages or I'll get a random phone call and I'll be like, mm. God, I know what you're trying to tell me to do. Okay, let me work this out. <laughs> because they are there. If I get a random text message or response to a text message that's more than the, the question I sent, I know that God is telling them, hey, Remind her real quick, because she forgot. Just drop this little pin on her, because I need her to feel some kind of way so she can start moving where I told her to go. Uh, Miss Susan, Deanna's being Jonah. I'm going to need you to be the well and redirect her, please. Miss Susan has redirected me a few times. <laughs> yeah. And she does it in such a loving way. And by the time we finish with that conversation, I'm sitting in this car like, she right. <laughs> and She's it, a smooth criminal. And she redirects me. She redirects me. But that's because they have watched me. They um, they know where I'm going. They know what I'm trying to do. And because we're in this community, they keep me consistent. You got You're really good at what you do when you do it. <laughs> See, that's, the, I'm going to tell y'all what just happened. I'm losing sleep over it, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> that God <laughs> dropping, saying, hey, Susan, let her know. She tripping. Let her know. She, Jerome has done it to me too. He straight told me, hey, look, I'm going to tell you something. Okay. I he found a lot of love. But such and such and such and such. And I'll be like, dang, you got to hit me like that. Like, all right, God. <laughs> <laughs> but if I don't prioritize my emotions and receive what they tell me, I would never reach and live in my purpose because when I prioritize my emotions, it changes how I talk to myself. And when I change how I talk to myself, I change my actions. And when I change my actions, it reflects in my work. So a lot of us are having issues with building our businesses. A lot of us are having issues with returns on investments. A lot of us are having issues because we have not dealt with our trinity, our mind, body, spirit complex. And the other issue is physically, you won't be consistent if you're physically tired all the time. That physical tiredness comes from the mental drainage of you putting all your energy in too many places that's why i started off with the what are the things you have to do 
And then you got to work on how you talk to yourself. Because let me tell you something, that self-sabotaging is real. And when I tell you, when she gets to talking in my ear, she'll start off with a little, little small voice like, Tiana, that's too much. Just relax for 30 minutes. Go ahead and take a two-hour lunch. Girl, why don't you just do that tomorrow? Now, you know them people not going to listen to you. Why are you even bothering? Like, it just, it just escalates to a point where it gets so loud. You sitting here, I've, there has been times where I've been sitting here and I just shut everything off. So, and I do it so much so to where my son is like, mommy, do you just need some quiet time? Yes, baby, mommy needs quiet time. And he'll be like, okay, mommy. And he'll do what it, he'll either leave the vicinity and go to another part of the house. Or if we're riding in the car, he'll just sit back there patiently because his thing is music. He'll sit there patiently and wait for me. And he'll be like, okay, so mommy, is it time to listen to some music? Now I'm like, mommy, just need a few more minutes. He'll be like, okay. Because sometimes you have to shut everything down around you so you can come back and center yourself and clear your brain. When you do these things, when you assess, okay, this is what I have to do. These are my goals. In order for me to reach these goals, I have to do this. Then you recognize your own power. See, when we are inconsistent, it's because we get hit with so much stuff and we don't even know who we are yet. But when you recognize your own power, you begin to own your ability to steer your life towards your alignment, towards your joy, excuse me, towards your goals. And when you get to that point, consistency becomes more of a lifestyle than a task to check off. It's an ongoing, remember, consistency is fluid. You're going to get hit. Remember what we was talking about? We did the whole series on inconsistency. You're going to get hit, period. That's just how it happens. Life Life is a heartbeat. You have your ups, you have your downs. You have your ups, you have your downs. Then you have the law of opposites hitting you. When you decide to do one thing, you automatically create the opposite of that one thing. And the opposite has to hit you so you can enjoy the thing you want the most. But when we get hit by that opposite, we break down. And consistency, it just goes out the door because... My life is over. How many of y'all remember being a teenager? Both boy and girl. You're going through school. You hit high school. Meet the love of your life. They break your heart. Life ends at this point. Life is over. Okay? Let me tell you something. But I loved him. I understand that at your age at this time, that's a huge thing for you. I get that. I do, but let me walk you through this. You are 14, I am 40. Trust me, you will love again. 
Don't let that stop you in getting out of this high school. Then you hit college. You meet the love of your life. And life happens. Y'all get pregnant. Y'all get married. Y'all get internships. And life stops. No, 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 no. Easier said than done. I get it. But now what happens is consistency becomes fluid in a different direction. And mm -hmm. that's what we miss. Those are the parts that we miss. We, we miss the fact that we live a fluid life. We don't live a checkbox life. And the moment we start flowing fluidly with the river of life, we'll be directed where we need to go. Do you, the, the rivers, the streams, and the waterfalls that flow through the mountain, do you think they started off that way? No, they created a path for themselves. How did they do that? They just kept flowing. They just kept flowing. When a dam was built, they found another direction. If you pay attention to your body, your veins are built the same way. The blood flows through your body, through your veins, through the highways of your veins. But if there's a blockage somewhere in your veins, your body will make a way to maneuver around it fluidly. We're the greatest creations ever. There is no way I can sit here and think and talk and see and breathe while my heart is beating all at the same time and not telling it to do it. If we think about our own power, if we recognize that we have the ability to get anything we want to get done, when we get that fun, that tunnel vision, and I always go back to Biker Boys, the very last scene, if y'all have seen Biker Boys, you know exactly what I'm talking about. The very last scene, Throughout this entire movie, this this the young man was fighting for his identity to be seen, to be known, to be heard. And it took wise counsel to tell him, calm your nerves. You're doing too much. You're not focused. And in that last scene, when he was actually racing his father, he went to tunnel vision. He couldn't see anything outside of what was going on. Dirt was flying. People were screaming and yelling and cheering. His dad was right next to him trying to beat him. There was anything could have went wrong. The chain on the bike could have broke, could have had a flat tire, could have hit a bump. Anything could have happened. But because he was tunneled in, all he could see was the finish line. To me, that's consistency. Being so tunneled and so focused on the, on the end goal, on the finishing line, 
that whatever happens around you, you can't even see it. And if you can't see it, you can control your emotions. You can control you can control the energy around you, the people you surround yourself with. Because if you're in tunnel vision and you're around like-minded individuals, y'all are all in tunnel vision at this point. We are all tunneled in. And when we hit the finish line, we're going to pause and we're going to look to see where the rest of the family at and be like, wait a minute, you off. Tracy, where you at? You was right next to me. What happened? Girl, if you don't come out here, you need me to come get you. You need a little help. You need me to bring you some water. You got to finish the race on your own, but I can assist you. I can bring you a snack, you know, bring you a pickle, help you, you know, bring you a little Gatorade, some water, some electrolytes, you know, because you still got to run the race. Consistency, you have to know who you are. You have to be focused on your purpose. We here, we know who we are. We just have a hard problem believing that that's who we are. We know what our mission is. We just have a hard time believing that we're the one. You know what? I'm so sorry. I'm putting this on y'all. Let me rephrase it. <clears throat> I know who I am. I just have a hard time believing that I am who I am. I know what I can do, what I'm supposed to do. I know my purpose. I just have a hard time believing that is my job, that I'm capable, that I'm the one. I question my own abilities. But then, <laughs> but then, when I remember when I when I change the comment when I have people like Miss Susan saying you're doing great you have changed so much over the years you've grown when I have people like Mr. Phil saying hey I'm impressed and if y'all know Mr. Phil Mr. Phil though he he is very short on words so when he do speak them he come with them one-liners and then he mute his mic so when he unmute his mic and he say I'm impressed I'd be like wait a minute I done did something <laughs> when law turns on his camera and go to his booth, I take that as a compliment. When Uncle Romy Rome unmutes his mic and say, you know what, I gotta say something. I was trying to hold my I was trying to hold my tongue, but you didn't bought it out of me. When I pay attention to those type of reactions, it helps you stay consistent. Because sometimes we don't believe what we know to be true because we are afraid of what's on the other side of that. So what you do is you believe what Miss Susan tell you. You believe what Uncle Romy Rome tell you. You believe what Mr. Phil tell you, what Law and Tracy and Miss Adonia and Melissa and Prophet and Janice and every you and Queen, you believe what they tell you. You lean on their belief until you believe in yourself. Because people are only going to tell you what they see. And if what they see is greater than what you believe, then uh, maybe you need to 
continue doing what you're doing until you believe it yourself. Antonio taught me that. He used to tell me, have faith in my belief in you until you have faith in yourself. And what I've learned from that is people will tell you what they see in you. Because they're on the outside of you. See, we always say on the outside looking in, you in the frame so you can't see nothing. So when people tell when you, you are the frame, your body is the frame. So when people tell you, man, like Tracy just po posted, I needed to hear that. I think I'm rambling. <laughs> but apparently I'm not. So when Tracy said what she said, I needed to hear that. Because that, that we, we miss, I see your hand, Renee, we miss when God sends, God does things through people. And we miss it when we so clouded with our own thoughts. But people will tell you what God is trying to tell you. That's both aspects. When you messing up and somebody say, hey, look, I'm not used to this. This is not this is not how I'm used to doing business. They telling you, hey, you messing up. God is using their voice to tell you, hey, check yourself. You messing up. This is not what you supposed to be doing. Get it right. But then God will also have someone come to you and tell you, hey, I really needed to hear that. God is telling you, hey, you on mission. Keep going. That helps you with your consistency. We think when we get hit with stuff, it's to break us. No, it's to build you. Go ahead, Renee. So I wasn't gonna say anything, but I but um this this whole is I needed to hear this. Um I needed to hear this too because getting ready for um when I was getting ready for, for Tuesday and I was oh my gosh, I was anticipating it but not anticipating it all at the same all at the same time. And when I finished it, and then everybody was like, I was like, and then I, I, I kind of fell in the back of my head. Oh my gosh, where are Mister, where are Mister Phil and Miss Susan gonna say <laughs> that? In the back of my mind, I was like, okay, I was like, because I, I know, you know, sometimes you be like, okay, what's, what are they gonna say? What, what's, you know? And I was so, um, when they spoke, and I was just like this sigh of happiness right you know right he, right here in my heart and I was just like and I was like okay I was like okay I must have did all right and and then you know I um listening to everybody's comments and I was just like oh my god I was like okay um but it was it was scary because it's it it never fails that when I'm about to get up and do something I'm like I'm like, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm in a way about to give birth, even though I have no idea how that feels. Um, but I'm, I'm just like, 
Um, but it's I think Mr. Mr. Phil said, you know, um, keep you know what I'm saying, keep practicing, keep practicing. You you you're a natural with it, but you know what I'm saying, keep practicing, Renee. And I'm like, and I'm like, okay, all right. That means I have to go forward a lot, a lot more than I have because I kind of sat on sat on stuff. But when you hear the um the encouragement from it from everybody, um, it would have been different if they would have said, Renee, you suck and you really, really gotta gotta work extra, extra hard, then I would have probably would have gave him given myself a get out of jail free card and be like, okay, well that's an excuse. I don't actually have to pick it back up since I suck automatically. But since I since I don't suck, I mean I have to, I have to follow through with that. I have to. Um but it's it can be scary at times, um, you know, putting your, putting yourself out there because because you've told you told yourself that you're a behind the scenes person. But I but I've been feeling for like the past eh, probably a good year and a half um, now that it's my time to push and to go out into into the deep a whole lot. And that's been scary. That's that means I've had to be on camera a whole lot. That means I've had to even when I was even when I was my best and even when I didn't. But but it's um it's a blessing being a part of this community. I don't know why I feel like my voice is shaking because maybe I'm feeling emotional. I'm getting emotional in my older age. But um it's 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 like. Um, I always say that that prophet will always hold this over my head forever about this community. Um, and rightfully so, I guess. Just don't tell him I said that. Um, but um it's 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 a blessing. And I a lot some of the things that I didn't know that were inside of me, I had I, I didn't know. I mean, there were there was quite a few things I did know, but then I was just like, oh, you know, but you guys continue to to see even more, even more greatness in myself that I that I didn't see. So that means that I've been um cutting myself off from from abundance when I didn't when I wasn't even supposed to. Um, cause abundance is what I'm supposed to have. But since I cut myself off from it, but now I'm like, okay, I'm not running from it, but still I, I've, I had to, um, endure those seeds because I, I sold them. I can't, I can't unsow them, but I can do better with the seeds that I am planting in my own life. Um, I think a lot of times we, Sometimes we treat ourselves like we are a supporting actor or actress and we are and we are headliners, but we sometimes we treat our lives like we are just supporting, but we're not. You know, we're supposed to be the own star of our own of, of our own lives. So um I just and you keep you keep you keep speaking all all on my all, all on the keynote, uh, Diana, and I'm like, okay. But um, thanks you guys for letting me share. No, well, thank you, thank you for sharing. Thank you very much for sharing, and we're happy to have you here. We've watched you. Like I need you to understand, we've watched you change 
from not being on the call to listening in the background, to calling in, to getting on and leaving your camera off, to now turning your camera on, but not saying anything, to saying anything, to actually being yourself. We watched that whole process. And we are so excited. That was a mouthful. <laughs> what did I say? I ain't even here. He said that was a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> but we've watched you. Like we've lit, we've seen you grow from the moment you got here to y'all getting married, which is seven days after my birthday. Uh, <laughs> that's how I remember it. That's how I remember it. To the 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 lifestyle change, the weight loss, the the working out. Like we, yes, she is a butterfly now. We've watched that. So we are grateful to have you. We are grateful to have you. We are grateful that you trusted us enough to let your kid come out and play. Don't be making me cry, Deanna. I mean, technically, that's what you did. From a from a big kid, I, I understand and know when a person feels safe enough to let their inner kid come out and play. And you've done that and we've watched that. You and you've been consistent with it. You get a challenge, you do it. I I I've gotten the email. You get a challenge, it's done. It's a done deal. Because you you understand, like you are in you are in tunnel vision. You have your moments where sometimes a little dirt may you know catch in your eye, but you go, you rinse it out, and you get back on the bike and you keep going. So thank you so much for sharing. Uh, Tracy, if you don't have any kids, you, you can go ahead and, you know, she in school, you know, this affair. <laughs> you know, it's always divine intervention on these days because today we don't have students. It's a teacher work day again. And on these days, I always try to jump on. And, <clears throat> and every time I jump on on these days, it's always something I needed to hear. Uh, you were spot on, Deanna, um, with the tunnel vision story that you were talking about. I was writing down some notes I wanted to say. Um, and about spreading yourself too thin, like, I really feel like that's what I'm doing right now. I feel like with everything that I am into and trying to do, I feel like I am not tunnel vision on my ultimate goal uh, that I, you know, am a dream um, like, I know I have a purpose. I know I have a gift and those things. But like last night, I was looking over my content and my videos and, you know, all, you know, social media stuff. Then I was like, okay, do I want to work on my cheer stuff? Because I'm working with the cheer teams. And then like, do I want to work with my business stuff? And then it's like, ultimately, I end up doing nothing. And I was like, physically tired. Like you just said about like this week was homecoming week. So it's been something every single day. Um, physically tired, mentally tired. And so I was just like, you know what? I'm going to go to sleep. But then I end up doing none of it. And so with you saying that today, that just kind of like reminded me, you know, hey, get back on track, be more consistent, like get more organized again. And like, I know I can do it all. But I don't want to do it and it's not in excellence because I believe that whatever I do, I should do it in excellence. 
And I know my ultimate goal is, you know, the speaking aspect. And I'm still using the classroom for that speaking aspect. But like, I guess, you know how y'all said one time, like, you know, y'all said, you know, if my light shines, people will see it and people will be asking me, you know. So that's what's happened now. Like, they've asked me at the high school to come over and help coach the varsity cheerleaders now. And so that's something that I always wanted to do. So now I've been over there helping them. But then I'm like, okay, Tracy, you know, you got, and then someone called the other day and asked me to be a speaker on a panel. So I'm like, okay, Tracy, it's happening, right? It's happening. This is what you asked for. So now I just mentally have to prepare, mentally and physically have to prepare for everything that's coming, everything that's manifesting. So Thank you for that. And Deanna, you are doing an amazing job and you are not rambling. So when you think you're rambling, we are listening and you are helping. Okay. So <laughs> Thank you. Deanna, may I say something to Tracy? Please. Tracy doesn't know that I'm a stalker of her because I, I really love who she is and who she presents herself to be. Tracy, you do not give yourself enough credit. Here's the thing. What you did is called self-care. You owe yourself that self-care. So doing nothing is doing something. And the nothing is I'm tired and I'm laying my butt down. You owe that to yourself. You give all your energy, all your love, all your teachings to those kids. That is exhausting in itself, just in itself. And I guarantee you, you're a counselor, you're a parent, you're a coach. You do all of it because these kids got issues. They got stuff going on, self-esteem issues, blah, 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 blah. So you ought to be exhausted. So give yourself grace. Be okay with doing nothing because you didn't do nothing. You did something and your body was telling you, I'm freaking tired. Continue being the gift that you are. You're not going to get stuff done every day. And that's okay. That doesn't mean you failed. That means you love yourself. I love you. And I know you got this. And I just wanted to say that. There you go. That reminds me of a story we heard the seven habits of highly affected people mentioned this morning. There's another story in that book about the two woodcutters. One woodcutter starts cutting wood in the morning and the other woodcutter starts cutting the wood. And at the end of the day, one guy would stop every hour on the hour for 15 minutes. At the end of the day, the guy that stopped on the hour for 15 minutes cut more wood than the guy that worked all day and didn't stop. He says, what's going on here? I watched you every hour. You sat down for 15 minutes and I chopped all day and you chopped more wood than I did. What's the deal? He said, well, you didn't pay enough attention. He says, what do you mean? He said, every time I stopped, I sharpened my ax. So Tracy, what you were doing is you're sharpening your axe during those times. You, I, I agree a thousand percent with this, don't you? You're one of our star participants. You, 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 you do. We put out an idea. You don't mess around with. It. You implement. It. You don't mess around at all. Uh, like I said, I'm just humble and honored that I'm going to get to watch your career because it's going to be exponential. You don't know the good things are going to be happening to you. Just keep being who you are. Keep. Touching those children the way you touch them and realize you're in a laboratory right now and you're learning a lot to take and use later. 
Yes. <laughs> come on now. So much. I know it is means a lot when they when Nadonia and Mr. Bill come off okay. mute. <laughs> Thank y'all so much. I appreciate right? your support. I was well, waiting to say that too. When Adonia got on, you sleep is part of everyone's life and our day. So to get the proper sleep that you need to function for the next day so that you can be more productive the next day. If you would have gone on and done that the next day, you would have been sluggish, not accomplish as much, and the cycle would start. And I've seen that happen so much with people. And so taking care of yourself, that self-care is vital. That's actually a module in the uh, online course that's coming up half work smart, have fun, make money from the original humor consultants. That's actually one of their modules coming soon, coming very soon. It's in one of my courses too, because your sanity, you can't, your gift has to be fed. and You cannot feed your gift. Your body, your mind, your soul is tired. And I know that because I've been there. I mean, literally almost like a breakdown um, um, because it, we, we are so busy giving and so busy doing because we think we're supposed to. Yeah, it may be a gift, but survival, you can't survive without water, rest, food. And, and so we think we just keep like we're the Energizer Bunny. We're, we cannot sustain that. So your self-care, you have to, you, in particular because of those babies, have to have, you got full hundred kids. And kids take a lot of energy. So again, I, I emphasize self-care is love. Self-care is necessary. Self-care is I care about you, but I care about me too. You know, I had a situation years and years ago when the kids were in um, elementary, middle school, and I was coming back from work. And it you know, a lot of things going on and stress. And I'd never really felt, I mean, I knew I was feeling things, but all of a sudden I started hyperventilating. I'm driving down and in the middle, I started halfway through a four-way intersection and I couldn't breathe. And I'm just sitting there and I got out of the car and, you know, traffic was backed up and everything. I could barely make it. Um, and I knew, so people helped me for a little while. So I could, you know, I was get back in the car and I had just a ways to go where I knew my doctor's office was. He was on the way home. So I got in there and just burst through the door and they took over. And I had a panic attack. Never had one before and have never had one since, but it was life altering, let me tell you. <laughs> so, you know, if if you don't take care of yourself, you know, it affects your internal body. I love it. Thank you all so much. Thank you. Tracy, there's something that I read. Okay, so what's your mm, trying to get the words? Your harvest is coming. 
And that's what you're feeling. That's when you said it's all happening. Your harvest is coming. And it's going to happen fast. I read something that prepared me because I'm only saying this because what you're about to go through is what always stops me. It's not going to stop you. I wish some, I wish I would have paid attention when I was told this. You're going to go through maybe one or two years of discomfort. And it's not going to be a discomfort that breaks you. It's going to be the discomfort of adjusting to your new lifestyle. But once you get through those one or two years of discomfort, everything else is ease. It's going to happen fast. Chills. It's going to happen fast. And you're ready for it. It's just 10 times bigger than what you think it is. So that one or two years of discomfort is you adjusting to the bigness of your harvest. And then after that, it's just going to be free flow. That's it. Because we got this podcast we're going to do. Okay. I'm excited. Okay. I gotta, I'm going to talk to you today, Tracy. Whenever you get done with all what you're doing today. <laughs> yeah, I want to congratulate you. Like, seriously, I want to congratulate you because we watched you in, in just a matter of months go from no content to podcast, speaking engagements, uh, cheer contracts, co not cheer contracts, coaching contracts, because that's a completely different thing, coaching contracts, to presenting an entire curriculum to HISD and them fools don't mind me y'all don't Tracy, it's not going to be two years I'm telling you that right Come now on, Uncle it's not going to be two years you are hungry mm -hmm. you are fired up mm -hmm. and you are focused Come on, it's just, a, it's just a matter as you were saying earlier about taking everything and evaluating and I like something that Deanna said earlier about what's most important and I'm telling you right now, Tracy, there's only one thing and there's only one person who can stop you. And you know who that is when you get up in the morning and look in that mirror. I'm telling you right now. So to me, that's the bottom line. Okay. Yours is coming. You got it. You ain't got to worry about that. It's just a matter of choices. Matter of fact, I think you got too many choices. But that's a but that's a good thing, Tracy, because guess what? You get to pick and choose. Don't nobody get to pick and choose for you. Go on and do you, boo. You hear me, girl? I'm tell you, and, and guess what? Got my eyes on you, too. You you know I do, okay? I've been checking you out on Facebook. I got my eyes on you. You're killing it, girl. You're killing it. <laughs> I love it. There's a consistency in Tracy that is absolutely amazing to watch. Y'all remember her first keynote? Where she was when she did it. You can't tell me that's not a person to focus on her dreams. That's right. You cannot tell me. Uh, Mr. Mishorn, every Tuesday, Mr. Phil and Miss Susan has a course. Um, it's the Bureau of Influential Speakers. Mm. No, did I say it right? The Bureau individuals. of Individuals. Thank you. Influential individuals. Mm -hmm. Thank you that speak 
And what we do is we go on there and let's say you have, um, let's say you have a keynote, you have an event, you were asked to speak and it's like next month. You can go every Tuesday on this class and present your keynote and Mr. Phil and Ms. Susan will walk you through some suggestions on how to better your keynote or better your presentation or, hey, you know what, when you do this, try not to do, like they help us through that. Wow. And Tracy's first keynote, she did it in the hospital because she had just had surgery. Wow. And killed it in the hospital. I just wanted to give you some some background. So, you know, when we when I say, yo, where your first key, you you understand why we are why Tracy <clears throat> is such a big deal because if that ain't consistency. If that ain't tunnel vision, I don't know what is. Well, I want to thank you for uh, letting me know. So it sounds like uh, uh, she, she has been a growing process and you all have seen her grow and get it. As a military person, I can appreciate that as a person that's been in charge of having platoon leader, being a platoon leader and having say, you, it's good to see one of your people, okay, grow and mature so that's what i i'm glad you let me know because i've seen you all really giving a lot of love and a lot of emphasis on her and everything so i want to i want to let her know that yes you know uh uh growth comes through consistency but the best consistency is not what everybody else is saying about you the best consistency is the consistency that you see in yourself okay you know it, it does not it does not matter and I've said this all the time. It's not what other people say to you, it's but what you say to yourself, okay? And we're doing, you can say that you see the consistency yourself, then people are just, people are just nailing it in with that that you see in yourself, you know? And uh, I just, and that's my little piece, not knowing you very much, but hearing what I'm hearing. Um, I think it's good for me to just say, hey, you see it in yourself, then everybody else is desperate. They are just acknowledging that that you have already acknowledged in yourself. Right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I'm so happy, Tracy, that them kids not there today. I know you love the kids. I know you love the kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, we always love having you on. We always do. And Mr. Don, you're looking all nice with the sun hitting her the right kind of way, you know. Uh can I can I can I come to California and borrow that necklace? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you absolutely can. But I, I'm gonna ask uh and I please don't forgive me for not saying your name right. Is it will you pronounce our our new gentleman's name? Me sure. Me sure. Me sure. Love you. I'm already attracted to you because you just say a lot, but I'm, I would like permission to steal what you just said. That quote smacked me, hit me, and hugged me at the same time. It's not what other people say about yourself, it's what you say to yourself. And I know it wasn't exactly how you said it, but that's, that's exactly going to go my DNA. That's going to be my DNA, and I would like your permission. When you see it, because I'm going to post it as well, um, it's because of you, and I appreciate you for that. But no, you, it's all yours. It's all yours. Yay! Yeah, we talk about it. It's your own self-talk. And you may say, I don't have any self-talk. No, that's your self-talk that just told you you don't have any self-talk. <laughs> yeah. 
You may say to yourself, why can't I ever get along better with Phil? Well, your brain will tell you. Phil's a jerk. He's loud. And he did something to me six weeks ago. I'm never going to forgive him. Change your self-talk. What can I do to get along better with Phil? Realize he's a jerk. Accept that he's loud and forgive him for what he did to you six months ago. By changing <laughs> your self-talk, you can change your behavior. Hey, Phil, I love you already, bro. That is so powerful. You know, the, the work, you know, and it goes back to the acronym work. The work that you do on oneself can improve her with the work that you do with others. Oh, my Lord. Did I just say that? The work that you do, the work that you do on yourself can improve how you work with others. Oh, Lord. That, that is, is that that is the most powerful thing you just said there, Phil. And I hope everybody received that. When you spend the time, the wisdom, the opportunity, the respect, and the responsibility, the knowledge on yourself, you're amazing how it helps work with others. And ladies and gentlemen, with that being said, you can't plan better. You can dominate. <laughs> One moment, Deanna. Yes, ma'am. For our Trant authors, make sure you're a member of the Trant Press website so I can give you an author page that's private because there's some information there, including a travel number that you need if you're booking airlines to WonderCon that you get business pricing for corporations. I'm giving you my number so you get a discount. So make sure you do that. I'm trying to give you things that other thank you, thank you, thank don't you. Don't give you. And also remember on Tuesday for the speaking with Phil, we're doing the presentation for my class for Assembly of Wonders. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm so excited. I'm so I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. Where do we go? do we go, Melissa, for the information? Trantpress.com, you have to sign up as a member. So I get all your contact information, not that I don't already have it, but then I have to go in the back office and you actually have a author only page that I have to give you special access to. I'm trying to save you money. Please take advantage of it. Thank you, Melissa. Now, it's only American Airlines right now. I'm still working on a partnership with Delta. Sweet. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you very much. And for any of Antonio's, this is for any, any travel, but I'm just saying, if you want to come to WonderCon a little cheaper, <laughs> but if you want to travel, there you go. Wait a minute. I caught that late. Let me verify. You're giving us your business travel information for American Airlines. Is it the BDA <laughs> for your authors? Not just for one. Oh, it's not a BD card. This is not BD club. This is any travel that you're doing. It upgrades you to business class and you're paying a cheaper price than what you do. Okay, I caught it that time. I'm okay. not limiting. This has to be a trant 
travel. I'm not limiting. It has to be anything to do with WonderCon. But if you're traveling, as I know our CEO, Mr. Antonio, is doing a lot of travel. He's currently in Alaska. Again. I'm going to have to go up there and see what he's doing. I haven't been to Alaska yet. <laughs> I haven't either. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Okay, I have received that. I got the page pulled up. As soon as we finish here, I'm going to go and log in so I can, you know. Well, you know. I'll take care of you. I, I I have to figure out what's going on, but just sign up as a member. Don't sign up for the B-Day Club. Sign up as a site member. Gotcha. Okay. If it's doing the B-Day Club, there's something going on on the tech side, but I'll fix it in the back end. So and, and Uncle Michonne, I'll, I'll be calling you about WonderCon. I just want to tell you that. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And I need to ask you a question, but I, I want to just give you the three things that I got out of you. And I want to thank Deanna for being, I mean, just, and y'all, you are like just helping me to uh, prioritize. I mean, these things I already knew, but it was good for you all to pull it out of me. So the first, the three things, and I always put things in three in three spots, you know, it represents the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. So always look at things in threes. So number one, be a believer, okay? Individual, divine principle, professional believer. Number two, you know, always prioritize, I am a provider, as a provider, man, husband, father, and the community leader. And then three, measurable results. Measurable results in my marriage, God's lives matter, as an author, history untold, learn how to unlearn to relearn. So, that's what I got. And then seven, seven habits of successful person and people are uh, uh, urgent to you, not to anybody else, urgent to you. So I thank you all. This is what I got out of this meeting today. Wow. Thank you. Thank you very much. And we're looking forward to seeing you more often. Uncle, look, Uncle, Uncle Michonne, we looking to see. Let's Uncle see Michonne, there you go. <laughs> And I just want to publicly say thank you, Melissa. You know, and may you have tell the story later, but how I got, how Melissa, how I met Melissa, was, uh, uh, it has been a blessing in disguise. And I'm glad that I, I'm just glad that I, I mean, just keep it one on. I'm glad that I trusted in my spirit to do what I've done because I would not be, there's no way I would have never met any of you all had I not planted the seed that I needed to do to get here. And thank you, Melissa, for trusting me and keeping me on. Uh, um, I love being a part of this. And uh, yes, Uncle Michonne, and my book, and God's Lives Matter, we're going to blow up. And I'm going to contribute to all of you, and especially ATS. I'm going to contribute to you all so everybody want to be a part of this family. Hey, thank you so much. Oh, I love it. I love it. More family. The family's getting bigger. Yay. Well, y'all, it's Friday. So we won't see y'all again until Monday. Y'all have an amazing... <laughs> Renee. <I'm> <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> you, can always, you can always text me, girl. You can always text us. Oh, okay, cool. That, okay. <laughs> I love all of you. And, and to get back to law is the little blue person right hand corner of the screen. If you go to the tree and press, it's a little blue person. Just click that. That's how you sign up.
little blue part. Ah, hold on. Let me share my screen for y'all. Cause, oh, really? You you doing that now? Wait a minute. You got some kind of protection on your website, Melissa? I can't even share the screen. Wait a minute. Oh, there it oh, is. I okay. You you know I do a lot of in cybersecurity. D. I know. <laughs> That's why I was like, "What you do?" But it it popped up. So we're looking at this little blue guy right here, right? That little blue person right there. That's where you want to go. All right. So authors, go ahead. Click that link right there. And go ahead and get signed up. I'm going to go ahead and stop sharing. So, you know, uh, see all my personal information. Oh, law said done. Thank you all so much for joining me this morning. Have an amazingly abundant and fruitful weekend. I love you all. And I... I pray that your imagination will always be a celebration of you. Thank you all so much. I love y'all. Have a good weekend. See you Monday. Thank you. Have a blessed one. Love you more. Love you more. <laughs>